Chicago's Afternoon News, 720 WGN. Hey, thank you for joining us. We thought we'd pop back in and check in with Karen Conti. So many people are sending questions in because I heard you on with John today. And of course, the first thing I asked him again was, will there be a mistrial when it comes to Alex Jones? And your opinion is, Karen? Oh, I don't think so. I, I, I don't think why. I mean, you know, judges do not like to mistry cases because this jury has been sitting for a long time and has heard the evidence, and there's always a chance that at the end of the trial, when there's a verdict, the judge could undo that verdict. But usually the judge lets the case go to a verdict, and I don't think whatever violations happen or whatever improprieties happen really rises to the level of a mistrial. Karen Conti is our legal eagle. You hear her on Sunday afternoons. It's Conti Law. And Karen, I just got a text that said, uh, please ask Karen, it, it almost looks like the lawyers gave them the text and the emails on purpose. Something else must be in there. I see that floating on the internet a lot, Karen. People are thinking that this has to do with January 6th. You know, it really does look like this was intentional because you think to yourself, how could a lawyer accidentally send over all of these text messages, especially when your client has said, I don't have any. You know, I think there's something fishy here, but the idea that a lawyer would do something intentionally to harm a client, I mean, you could get disbarred for that. And I just don't think Alex Jones is worth getting disbarred for. Uh, I think he's difficult to deal with. He's been through several lawyers. I don't know if you follow the machinations, but he got rid of one lawyer, he got rid of another lawyer, the other lawyer tried to withdraw. This is construction, and this is a guy who thinks that the government is putting chemicals in water to make people homosexual. So, you know, yeah. you, you got to know who you're dealing with here. Yeah, and now he's lashed out at his, quote, damn lawyers after his cell phone records were accidentally disclosed to the opposing counsel. In fact, this was his other quote. It's just so incredibly sick that I sit here and give the damn lawyers all the text messages. My lawyers give them the raw text messages of six months. Again, incriminating himself, right? Right. And you know what? There's a bunch of layers of this. You can't lie on the stand. You can't withhold documents in discovery. When when the other side asks you for documents to produce, say, well, where are all the text messages about Sandy Hook? And he says, I don't have any. I looked at my phone and there they were. Um, you know, there's a second layer of lies where he was talking about how the judge was associated with pedophiles. And he was asked specifically, did you ever say that? He said no. And they pulled out a screenshot of him doing just that. So he has perjured himself at least twice on the stand. So my hope is that he has another trial for perjury and actually gets sent to jail. Is there any chance of that happening? Well, this is a civil trial, so the most that can happen as a result of this jury is a verdict. And listen, this jury has to be really angry. Um, And that's how you get large damages in a case like this. You get the jury so riled up about the outrageous comments that were made, you know, about these poor parents who are grieving and all these lies and disparaging the judge. And where does it end? So he will only go to jail if the prosecutors decide that they want to accuse him of perjury for what happened during the trial. And that would be a whole separate criminal trial on the issue of did he lie on the stand and should he go to jail for that? How often does that happen in a civil trial that you are then criminally charged with perjury? Oh, very rare. Very rarely. You just don't see it because you don't you know, want layers of, of trials and that type of thing. But this is, a, a, a public trial, B, a high-profile trial, C, the, the level of lying is just outrageous. This is not just he shaded something or he exaggerated something. He just blatantly lied. You know, he said 
you know, it, and there's and there's four or five different ways that he lied. So I wouldn't be surprised if a very aggressive prosecutor doesn't say, you know what, we're not going to allow you to do this because we don't want witnesses and parties lying on the witness stand. We've got to we've got to set a precedent. Lying is just a way that he makes money. It just seems to be natural for him because, Karen, once in my life I had to give a deposition for three hours and I was sweating bullets and I was telling the truth. But it's just so nerve-wracking. So I find it unbelievable that somebody can go to court and be on trial and continue to lie. Well, he's got a problem, you know, and I'm not a psychiatrist or psychologist, but my guess is, you know, he's just so... he actually said in his deposition, Lisa, in 2019, asked, well, why did you say these things about Sandy Hook? And now you're saying it really did happen. He goes, well, I was in a, a somewhat of a psychosis. I mean, what kind of person goes into a psychosis and lies about something that's been documented where you've got dead children? I mean, there's something seriously off with him. And I don't know if it's that he makes money doing it or he's just a natural born liar. Uh, but, you know, this is the kind of guy who's very dangerous. And I'm telling you what. I know someone who bought into that, who believed in the Alex Jones conspiracy. And this is a normal, hardworking person. And I finally had to say, stop, don't speak to me about that again. But you think that it's just all these zealots or, you know, people who are half off their rocker, as we like to say, but it's not. And so he was spewing these lies and people were believing him. And it's just sad. I'm glad it's finally uh, in court. Uh, So is, uh, I know we're, we're, thinking, well, how could a lawyer, you know, accidentally send those files? But we saw the Supreme Court with Roe v. Wade. So could it be a law clerk that did it that might not like Alex Jones so much? You know, it could be, you know, I, I, I guess when you, when you know what's going on, there's this discovery process. So someone sends you a, a discovery request from the other side, and you have to go through all of these emails, and sometimes you engage a paralegal or an assistant or an associate attorney who's young to call through all these things to maybe white out the things that are attorney-client privilege or not responsive. And if you delegate that to the wrong person, that could happen. This could happen. So, yes, it does happen. I can't believe it's intentional just because who would risk their law license to do something like this? I, I probably was just an inadvertent mistake. And someone is texting saying, is it possible he could ask for a new trial based on incompetent counsel? No, not in a civil trial. Uh, that would be the defense of um, incompetent counsel uh, is, is only in a criminal case. You hire a lawyer, you pay a lawyer, and you're stuck with the results. Now, could you turn around and then sue your lawyer for malpractice because he did something wrong or breached the rules or caused the damages that were assessed against him? Yes, he could definitely do that. Well, it's going to be interesting to see what plays out. Do you think they'll be awarded the full $150 million? Hard to say, but you know what? I think this jury has enough to be angry about. And remember, there was no there's no issue here of whether he it was defamatory or not. This is just on the issue of how much. And my guess is it's going to be a walloping uh, a walloping verdict, <laughs> particularly because he and his his Infowars Wars podcast made. They say eight hundred thousand dollars a day from these broadcasts. So I don't know what if that's it, true, but that's what's on the on the internet. Well, so then what happens, Karen? So there's this whopping award um, from him, and then he's going to argue he doesn't have the money, right? I mean, uh, do they have to prove he has the money, or how does this transaction end? 
Well, it's sort of like the Johnny Depp kind of thing here. You get a big verdict, the judgment stands, there'll be appeals and all that stuff. Um, and then at, the, uh, at that point, you collect the money and you go and maybe there's insurance for this. In fact, I would be surprised if he didn't have some insurance to cover some of this defamatory statements, although I can understand why an insurance company would not cover him. The other thing that he's talking about is bankruptcy, and I believe that his company filed bankruptcy. But when it comes to intentional conduct like this, malicious and intentional conduct, you cannot discharge it in bankruptcy. So bankruptcy is not going to protect him from probably what's going to be a lifetime of collection against him. Okay, let's let's listen to the moment when the trial just went bonkers. Said you didn't. Nice trick. <laughs> yes, Mr. Jones. Indeed. You didn't give this text message to me. You don't, you don't know where this came from. Do you know where I got this? No. Mr. Jones, did you know that 12 days ago, your attorneys messed up and sent me an entire digital copy of your entire cell phone with every text message you've sent for the past two years and when informed, did not take any steps to identify it as privileged or protected in any way. And as of two days ago, it fell free and clear into my possession. And that is how I know you lied to me. <laughs> the look like on his Mason face. Mason moment. You know? <laughs> I don't see that very often. Can I ask a question about that? So he said... They were sent to him 12 days ago, and then two days ago, they were his free and clear. Was there like a 10-day waiting period there, or what did he mean I by those? I have no idea what that means. I, that, does, that didn't make any sense to me. I don't, I don't know. Hmm. All right. Well, thank you for joining us. We certainly appreciate all the knowledge you have when it comes to these types of things. And Steve, do you think that jury's going to come back this afternoon? We're watching for it. I don't know yet. Okay. I, don't, I just don't know. He's got your news coming up next on 720 WGN.